0: I think it's very, very important for people to travel to really see how people differ and how you're also the same. Yeah. Because I've traveled again. I went to Ulithi Micronesia, which is an island way out in the middle of the South Pacific. No cell service, no internet. I think they actually have it now, but at but uh, the time I went, they yeah. didn't have any of this stuff. The closest hospital is Guam, like it's it's very very remote, but it's I was able to make friends. I still talk to some of my friends that I met in Ulysses mm-hmm. because some of them are now going to college in places like Guam and Hawaii. Yeah, and, and even though we grew up so differently, we still got along. Same thing with India. I am really close friends with this girl I met at a. Um, all girls school called Parada Paradi, which is where all the women there uh, are from families that are live underneath India's poverty line, which is less than 50 cents a day. Hmm. And I again, I'm still super close with this girl that I met there. Um, and again, like it's just completely different backgrounds. I, I I I have come from a very well off like financially family. Yeah. Um, think that's the reason I've been able to travel to all these like very hard to get to places. Mm-hmm. Um and she comes from a family that makes less than 50 cents a day and we're still friends and we talk like every few months and we're always happy to hear from each other. Obviously, I want to go back and see her. Yeah, she hopes that she could someday come to the U.S. to see me, which I would love, obviously. Yeah. It's probably not very realistic, but still, it's just like you'll you'll find connections with people no matter where you are in the world, even different cultural backgrounds, different financial backgrounds. Um, I also just not thinking about people, but seeing different like ecological (laughs) environments and realizing like how everything's connected. I think is also very important. It gives you an appreciation for our planet and wanting to care for it because
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I, again, I've been in the jungles. I've been in the, I've I've been deep in jungles. I've been in the islands. I've been in the cold frigid or not frigid, but like the temperate waters um, along our own california coast i've been in the warm tropics i i've been so many different places and you really see how beautiful our planet is and Mm -hmm. how we really need to step up and save it
1: (laughs) yeah that's i mean i would love to travel i haven't had the opportunity to but i certainly would love to do that um we talk
0: very valuable if you can
1: Definitely. I, I really, you know, I really, you know, want to. And I think, cause one thing I've, one thing my dad taught me and my, my siblings is he was in the, he was in the Marines. And so he was able to go see a lot of places and he encourages us to go travel before we get married. And what happened pretty much, my mom is the opposite. My dad loves, he loved going places. My mom hates it. And so they kind of just sit and like don't do anything. And so I think it isn't, well, let me ask this. Have you ever traveled alone as well as with with someone?
0: I haven't really I've traveled, like, I I did, uh, hmm, I've never traveled, like, alone alone. Okay. I've traveled, like, when I went to Ulithi Micronesia, I didn't know anyone I was traveling with. Yeah. It was, it, it was, like, a scientific, like, research program thing. Yeah. Um... So, like, like, I was traveling with people, but I didn't know them. Yeah. And same with, like, Nicaragua. It was people that were, that we were, it was through my old college that I had, like, I had to leave because of that relationship, but anything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I went to Nicaragua and it was a service learning trip. So, we were doing, um, Uh, volunteer work and stuff like that. Yeah. And those, again, I didn't know the people I was traveling with when I went to Nicaragua. Um, most other places I knew where, who I was going with and like, I was friends or family with who I was going with. Like when I went to India, that was with my senior class. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to a very strange high school, loved it, but, um, (laughs) very strange, um, And I went to Mexico with my family. I went to Europe with my family. Yeah. Um, and then I've traveled around the U.S., which is a lot less exciting to hear about. But um, I've done that with friends and with family and I have uh, I haven't done too much alone. I don't like being alone much, even though I know it's valuable, but also just travelling wise especially as a woman, I wouldn't necessarily feel safe in most of the countries I wanna go to alone. yeah uh, I wanna be travelling around like Southeast Asia and
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I like a uh, tropical regions, so I wanna travel really in areas like that, but I don't think it's quite safe to, to do a lot of things. Alone as a woman in a country that you can't speak the
1: language. <laughs> I think, I think that's really important because I, I personally haven't traveled that, not nearly as much as you have. But, <laughs> you know, I've looked, you know, I've, I know these countries, I know their policies, I know how different they treat women, which is one reason the United States is just so great because women here have like the best lives anywhere, pretty much overall. But it's like there are many countries. That women shouldn't go to by themselves. Like, I want to say it's Iran, but a woman is not allowed at a soccer game. And if she goes, she will get, like, beat. And yeah. I, I think it's important that, you know, people know this, that, you know, that women know this, because every place is not like the United States. Every place is not warm and welcoming to everyone.
0: Yeah, it's sad but true, and also I think when no matter where you are in the world, like adhere to their customs <laughs> um, as a woman or man. But like in India, like there would be some tourists that we would see, and like they were dressed completely inappropriately for the region that we were in. Like right. we were in mosque, and they would be dressed very, like, you don't dress, (laughs) like, you can't be revealing skin, especially as a woman, in a mosque, like, disrespectful to the religion, the culture, just everything, um, following the rules and stuff is very important, you want to respect their customs, yeah. even if it's, like, kind of, like, you don't agree with the fact, like, oh, women should cover up or anything, which obviously, I, I don't, my whole, like, like, I have, I Like I don't wear modest clothing most of the time.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But when I was like in India, yeah, we're wearing the clothes that cover everything. Like I would be covering my hair when it was needed. I like that's just what you do. When we were in Micronesia, we were wearing a lava lava, which is what the women are required to wear. And there's a bunch of rules around the lava lava that you had to follow. And it's like that's just what's respectful, even though like. It kind of sucks that the women are still required to wear that, like, traditional piece of clothing. Although the men don't only have to wear their shoes for traditional ceremonies and things. Yeah. But it's how it is. And so you go and you respect it.
1: hmm. So <laughs> That's we. Papist. Mm hmm. We, uh, earlier we were talking about, I was telling you about how, um, I like white girls and things like that. Yes. And how my very first crush was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and she was a white girl with freckle with freckles. And oh. <laughs> I, I actually, I didn't even back then. I didn't even use the terms black and white. I used brown and peach because uh-huh. <laughs> because that was you know the crayon I used to draw white people. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I've heard it many on many occasions and seen it in media and even, you know, written in articles that white girls are basic Mm -hmm. and we, we were, you and I were talking about this and as, as a, as a white girl, why do you think, why do you think people, why do you think people think that?
0: I think that, well, just for the U.S., Mm -hmm. the highest population, like, the majority of people in the U.S. are white. Yeah. The majority of girls in the U.S. are going to be white girls. Mm -hmm. Um, so if there's a trend happening, even if all, like, women of all races are participating in it, the ones you're really going to see are the white girls, just because there's more of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can give a skewed view of like, oh, like only white girls really do this. Even when everyone's doing it, it's just the majority of people you see around you are white girls. Um, again, I think I think I was mentioning that there's probably a financial reason that yeah. it could be just because lower income families tend to not. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions yeah. for everything, but the majority of the time white people are. Better off financially. Yeah, um, in that case, that's true. That is true. Be that the fact that they can afford to be doing these sort of trends, like oh, buying that makeup palette, like Ugg boots. Or I know that was like a thing in twenty twelve or something. Like yeah, I Uggs, remember that. Like Ugg boots are very expensive mm-hmm. uh, for such an ugly shoe. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's
1: that's why they were called Uggs.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's, it's just that they could afford to be, keep up with these expensive trends. And so mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that's basically even like, I don't know. I mean, I don't drink Starbucks. I've never have. Cause I just, I don't like coffee in general. I don't like, same, drink other drinks. same, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> never I mean, had coffee, never had Starbucks.
0: <laughs> I, I don't understand why people like Starbucks, but like people always like, Oh, the pumpkin spice latte or whatever. And then yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure you could find much cheaper, better coffee elsewhere, but, like, you could, if you can afford to go to Starbucks and buy the fancy latte, like, you have to have money to do that if you're going to be doing it consistently.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, people who aren't, like, a poor, it's just... No, I
1: know, I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I... Go ahead.
0: Oh, is just like the, from what I know from learning about like demographics and things, I'm also probably not really a great person to ask about this. I don't come I the I think it's, there's 81.9% of the people in the city. I live are Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I'm not really seeing these like basic white girls often.
1: Yeah. Um, but
0: I did air quotes, but you wouldn't have been able to see that. Um, <laughs> I, I I I really I don't have the answer because I like most of my friends don't if they're white they don't participate in these sort of things yeah uh, and most of them just aren't white because <laughs> of where I live
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I I look at it I look at it this way I think I think media has a lot to do with it I think yeah. that um I and I've I've told my audience this before. But just go go to go to Google's homepage and just type in "beautiful women." What comes up is are mostly white women, Mm -hmm. and just in the pictures that come up at the top of the screen. And so I think what a big part of it is is that media has focused the media in here in America is focused on Eurocentric beauty. Yeah, just you know, it's just Eurocentric, and it's like okay, you know. White is just seen as being, you know, praised and just being seen as better. And I think that has caused some jealousy. Because even, because like, you know, light skins, the closer you are, it's like the closer you are to white, the more attractive you are. And being, being dark myself, that's something that I actually struggle with where it's like, where it's like, you know, there is that part of me where I'll see a light skin light skinned black guy and I'm like huh like th- there's just a part of me that will always just dislike them mm-hmm. but you know I've I've kind of, I've I've said this I said that people I said that people should do this when it comes to when it comes to standards of looks it's not it's not fair to compare yourself based off someone else's standards because like there's certain features that white girls have there's certain features that Chinese girls have there's certain features that black girls have and things like that so people because I think you know I was talking to my sister about this the other day and she was saying we were talking about the phrase you know oh you're pretty for a black girl Mm -hmm. and so I told her that the way I saw it was that you know based off black people you have features that are more favorable within the black community You know, of of choosing, you know, black features and things like that. That you have the features that are desirable. And so, but they take it, black girls tend to take that as, oh, so I'm, you're really calling me ugly. Because you think black people are ugly, I'm just a pretty ugly person. So, do you, so, I think that's the reason that white girls are called basic. Because I think it's, I think it's rooted in jealousy, and I think it's rooted in also what you were saying with finances and just, um, think, and just basic, ac- basic activities. I, I think calling white girls basic is weird. It doesn't make any sense, cause it's just, there are certain activities that certain groups do.
0: Yeah, um, I really, again, I can't say if other people are jealous, it would make sense um, because of how white women and people in general tend to, I guess, in American media media are seen as like what's desirable. Yeah. um, Again, I'm not (laughs) a person of color. I can't say like, oh yeah, I'm definitely jealous or something like that, but I can speak like when I see people who are really like naturally like small like I'm t- like just like petite like it's shorter yeah and just their bodies the way they grew up like j- they're just naturally that way like it always is kind of like ugh, like that that makes me mad even, yeah like you said like before like I'm not I've never been like abnormally fat <laughs> or like I, I've thicker side but I'm not yeah I'm not fat
1: no you're um, not you're not not at all not even close
0: <laughs> thank you um but like when I see these like really dainty and short women because also I'm I'm 5'7 like I'm not short I'm taller I'm tall for a girl yeah you're, you're taller um, than the
1: average woman in America
0: exactly um when I see these like really tiny petite girls it's always kind of like well I want to be tiny and petite and cute like I'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so, like, I can understand, like, it's just you see features that you have decided you in your own mind are, like, desirable. Yeah. And then, so it's easy to be angry at people who naturally have those attributes. Mm-hmm. because so you're like, yeah, I, I want that. And there's no, like, there's no way I could get shorter and like, a petite size ever. Like, even if I like, again, started puking again, or just decided to stop eating, and I starved starve myself, like, I would still be a lot bigger than a lot of these petite women, Right? they're just naturally that size, um, and it's, it's, like, the same thing, like, you can't change your skin color, you can't change, like, how your hair looks, you can't really do much, I mean, I guess you can kind of do stuff about, like, your hair, you can dye it, or straighten it, and stuff,
1: yeah. but skin and things, like, it that you can't change,
0: and there's it's natural to feel resentment when you see someone that has what you want easily.
1: Yeah. Um. I think I think I think you do make a good point. I think everyone has that part of them where they have that desire to just be like, man, I wish I wish I had that. I wish I had that feature. I wish I was this height. I wish I was this weight. I wish I was this size. Um now this is this is just a, this is just a personal question that I'm that I'm curious on as a black guy who's into white girls how do white girls view black guys
0: Um I think it really depends <laughs> on the white girl you're talking to Yeah um I personally have never dated a black guy but that's not like I I find black guy like I, I the only like skew I've really had like the majority of people I've dated are Asian.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, really? Oh, okay. My daddy
0: is white. Yeah. Uh, but again, like most of the people I've dated are Asian. <laughs> um, uh, so again, I think it really depends. People have their preferences when it comes to looks and stuff. Um, I had friends that would pretty much solely only date black guys who were white. Um, I've had friends that are like, like, yeah, like I, it's not like I have anything against them just personally. They weren't attracted to them. Yeah. Um, again, I don't really think I have anything. I, I just, the region I grow up, I, I'm in and grow up the most I see is Mexican. Yeah. Um, uh, I like, there's, I, when I, like, there's no like hardly any black people where I lived. Yeah. I almost never see them. I barely saw any until I started going to school in Florida, and that was like, oh wow! Like <laughs> I didn't realize so many people like existed like this. Yeah, like seeing like, all these different races and ethnicities or whatever that I'd never really seen much before because I primarily see white people and Mexican people, um, and. So, again, I think it really depends. And, like, I, I, my roommate back in Florida, she was half black, half Dominican, and she only liked white guys. So it's just, like, I, people have their preferences. I personally haven't met anyone that was, like, oh, like, I don't like black people or black guys or anything. Yeah. Some of them were, like, oh, personally, I'm not attractive. Attracted yeah. to them. Yeah. But no one was, like, no one that I've met um, of my friends that are, like, girls and stuff were racist
1: Yeah. About it. I think, I think that's really, I, I really like how you ended it. that, ended right there, because I think a lot of, a lot of people, like, there's this, like, I know people who believe, and I've seen this, I've seen this online as well, where it's, like, if you don't, if you say that you don't find a certain race attractive, it's, like, people see that as racist, and it's not, it's just, it's just preferences. <laughs> yeah, it's just basic preferences, like, you know, I prefer, I'd rather eat this, I'd rather live here, it's just, it's just a preference, like, the idea of someone not dating someone, you know, not preferring, not preferring someone of a certain race, that's not racist at all, and I hate that mindset to where it's like, because I, I've known, I've known people, you know, Black, you know, blacks, whites, Mexicans, and they try to try to date interracial, interracially, interracially. Mm-hmm. and when they get rejected, they're like, oh, you know, they're racist, and I'm like, well, don't just jump to that. it, yeah, it,
0: it could have been anything. There's any other reasons that someone could reject you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's like, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe she thought you were good looking, or maybe he thought you were good looking, but he just. He didn't have the feelings, like what did you want him to do? Would you rather they lie about how yeah. they feel? So exactly. I really like how you said that. So my last question. Um America what what would you say, in your opinion, what's the biggest problem in America and how do we go about solving it?
0: The lack of of initiative,
1: interest, I I don't know, like just the lack of... Lack of ambition?
0: Anything like with climate change. People don't take it seriously. People flat out ignore it. People will spread misinformation about it. People, like, I remember there was like a thing that someone, I think it was like when Obama was president, there was a a senator, congressman or someone, something that like threw a snowball at him and was like, oh, so, like, the, yeah, climate change isn't real because I there's snow right here, which that doesn't, like, climate and weather are different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It will affect the weather, but it's going to be separate. Like, again, the whole world could be warming in like, the entire world, ex- but there's going to be regions where it's going to get colder. There is a possibility that if we heat up our world too much, um, the thermohaline circulation, which distributes heat, Throughout, like, by using the ocean throughout our world, um, if that stops, it could create another ice age. And that was because we heated it up to a certain point that stopped that circula- circulation, and then we would have an ice age. So it would get colder. Yeah. Like, it's, people are so misinformed about <clears throat> climate change and everything, and they don't take it seriously. And it's very scary to me Mm -hmm. and it's very harmful like the fact that our current president doesn't like was like actively undoing things that Obama had put in place and stuff like the like pipeline oil pipelines and sort of that sort of stuff like when that all happened like he just undid it Mm -hmm. doing it Um, like that's that's really scary to me (laughs) like that I think climate change needs to be the number one issue on everyone's mind and people should be actively trying to stop it switching to renewable energy sources will create more jobs than the fuel like the um, like oil and gas industry or whatever is currently like there would be more jobs if we switched to like wind power, solar power, hydrothermal power like all that sort of stuff is like again creates way more financial opportunity, like, there's no good reason to not switch, because either way, even if, like, you don't think, like, if you're an idiot and you don't think climate change is a thing, like, our resources are finite. Yeah. We're gonna run out of oil to drill. Why not just switch now and not have to worry about, like, running out of oil? Um, and, like, have more jobs, have cleaner air? Mm-hmm. Like, I, they, it. That's the... the <laughs> anything with climate change and, like, ecology, like, conservation, restoration, like, all that sort of stuff. That's, like, what scares me most is that people don't care for our planet as much as they should because, again, once – if we fuck it up too bad, we're going to be screwed as a race (laughs) and, like, the human race, like, everything. Like, it's going to be so – it's bad, like, no clean water, like, famine – like, everything is just going to be bad if we don't do something about it and take it seriously.
1: I, I, Marie, I wanted to thank you. This was really fun. You are really good at this. Like, you sounded you. really great. You sounded natural. It was like, you know, it's like we're talking face to face and just having a conversation between friends. Um, <laughs> You know, I would love to have you back, you know, someday. And' back, yeah, so um i just I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate your um your honesty and your straightforwardness, and it's really um respectable, and so I just want to say thank you, and yeah i'm i i I think that my audience is going to love you,
0: <laughs> oh yay. <laughs> Well, that makes me happy. I'm very glad that you have me on. I'm glad I could educate people about the DDLG little community and educate people more about the environment and sharks and bulimia, like anything. I just think it's important to educate people on any and every topic. because <laughs> If people don't know, they just will, they'll think the wrong things. They don't have all the facts. It's not
1: Not good for anyone. Yeah. All right, well...